Pickaxe. Hello everyone, welcome back to High Rollers, a Dungeons & Dragons podcast in the world of Erois, run by Dungeon Master Mark Sherlock Humes with me, Tom, playing Kelek Adkalar, the Bard slash Cleric. I am Chris Trot, I am playing Lucius Viren Elowin Elinastio, and I am a High Elf Sorcerer. Hi, I'm Rhiannon, I'm playing Sentry, I am a Guardian Paladin. Hi, I'm Katie, I'm playing Ayla, a Wild Elf Barbarian. And I'm Kim, I'm playing Nova, who is an Air Ganassi, and she is a Hexblade Warlock. We're sponsored by D&D Beyond. Use the code WARMPLATES to get 25% off the Legendary Bundle. We're also sponsored by Displate. Use the code HIGHROLLERS15 to get 15% off your order. Also, we're revealing some of our favourite Displates every Sunday, and at the end of the month, we're giving them away to anyone watching us live on twitch.tv slash highrollersdnd. So, tune in live to win yourself some fantastic art, and check out both sponsors with the links in the episode description. Also, sorry, couple more announcements. We are doing two live shows in the near future. If you're heading to TwitchCon, on the 13th and 14th of April then you'll probably see us wandering around. We're doing a live show on the 13th at 3.30pm on the Glitch Theatre stage. We are also going to be heading to the first ever YogCon in Bristol on August 3rd and 4th. There's live shows and signings and all of that good stuff and we're also going to be doing a private game for the 10 High Rollers VIP ticket holders. Head to yogscast.com slash yogcon for more information. Anyway, on to the episode. On the way to Stenhill, the team are waylaid by some very hungry ankegs. It's literally into a false sense of security. We're back. Oh, we've got some very big news. <laughs> We have news! <laughs> Do you want Rhiannon just rolled for big dick energy and she got a natural 20. <laughs> <laughs> this is coming Welcome from the back. guy. This is coming from the guy who gets mad at me when I delay me doing the podcast. No, it's okay because you can say hello now. Oh, I see, okay. <laughs> I got hello. Hello, and welcome to Erois. A recap on what happened last time. Rhiannon rolled a nat 20. <laughs> In a dark, ancient cavern. I'm going to start again for Tom's bank. She's you. gone. I'm She's gone. gone. Right. Children, may I begin? Three hours of this. You can buy a ticket <laughs> to get damned by him. And roll that was very epic. <laughs> I got a 10. Yeah. That's half oh, of my dick energy. Of, that's kind of, I got a pretty I've got dried milk on my arm. <laughs> what? <laughs> Never mind, carry on, I've just found it. <laughs> Should we do a stream? Yeah. Yes, no. I would like to. I've been trying for some time. Hello, welcome to Erois. A recap on what happened last time. In a dark, ancient cavern beneath Kaylee's rest, the party were witnesses to an incredible revelation and a terribly dark omen. Callus Starbane, the tyrant of the galaxy, has returned to Erois thanks to the Archways, a series of planar portals built against Siaska's wishes. Tyrant of the galaxy? Yeah. I don't think he was ever called like that before. Well, I'm sure I have to. Well, he is now. Oh my god. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I have. Callus Starbane. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's not a like big jump, is yeah. it? Just really nail that point home. Um, after revealing himself to be Valor's father and Valor's spark of divinity from the goddess Siaska, the party was swept away by Callus' incredible magic and teleported to the other side of the world, to the stormy shores of the land of Merskir on the continent of Voxar. After several difficult personal conversations, the party began to make their way inland to find help for the fallen sentry 
who perished in the previous <laughs> battle. Along the route, they encounter a group of lizard men riding crocodile-like beasts, harassing a half-orc woman. Coming to her rescue, they learned her name is Araya, a former sailor who had been helping the locals as a monster slayer and a guide. Learning a little about their environment back at the village of Karkul, the party waited for one of the terrible magical storms to pass and then set off in the night. With time against them to bring Sentry back, the party raced towards a town called Stenhill, hoping for more guidance and resources. When we last left our heroes, uh, they had encountered, uh, thanks to Orion's navigation skills, they had managed to avoid several bandits, um, cut down on their travel time, but in doing so they have uh, crossed uh, what must be the hunting grounds of Arnkegs, a number of creatures. Uh, quick thinking and some stealth checks later, the party are currently hidden from the creatures, but they are have emerged from their underground tunnels and seem to be hunting around, looking for signs of their prey. Ooh. And that is where we begin today's episode. Uh, the creatures, as, as far as you believe, don't know where you are. You are currently huddled um, up against a very large, flat, jagged, uh, large, jagged rock um, nestled in between some smaller rocks around it, um, basically keeping perfectly still on Araya's guidance that these creatures can sense vibrations um, and keeping out of sight. What would you like to do? Is the dead of night? Is midnight? There is very little light apart from any light sources you have, and the cradle's multicolored hue is distant. Um. So we're currently surrounded by arm, arm, arm kegs. Three arm kegs. Arm kegs. Arm you might arm, thought, arm you might have thought there was only two, but there's actually three. Okay. Oh. Okay. Well, wow. and a dice as well. Yeah, fuck with dice. Uh, are we in initiative or not? In no, initiative? no. I mean, at this point, you can see these, and the arnkegs themselves look to be these large insectoid-like creatures, big mantis mandibles at their front, big praying mantis-style hands, um, with these big burrowing claws, um, very thick chitinous like carapace, kind of soft cockroachy underbelly, um, and they are. Basically patrolling around, and you can see them kind of their mandals up in the air. Oh, jeez! Clacking around, and you can hear them. Those of you who don't have dark vision, you can you can't really see them because it's pretty much pitch black out on the plains. Um, what direction are we going in as a party? Um, are we going. What's our yeah? What's our path that yeah. we were taking? <laughs> Let's say up the you'd that, be coming up, up the hill. hill. So and this hill is, is not this is much steeper than it appears. Steeper. Steeper. Okay. Uh, yes. You, so you are heading towards the hill basically. Okay, so not they're not super in our way then. Well they are wow. moving around, but I've just placed them temporarily okay. on the board. But they are moving around. They're kind of like kind of get a sense. They know that something is here, but they don't know where it's gone. They're kind mm. of like looking around for it. In order for me to fully roleplay the situation, I think. I need to roll for dick size. <laughs> 17. Are you doing this again? Are we really doing this again? I really sure, hope. You can roll for it, I don't care. It means nothing to I me. I need to know. It In means nothing to me. It means a lot to me. Sure. Here we go. The now one streams. The two extremes. What are the chances? I love that. That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. Take a picture of that immediately. Oh. <laughs> oh, it's tiny. <laughs> uh, I believe the phrase "like a cocktail sausage." <laughs> um, That's perfect. Yeah. How did that help you roleplay? I can just do everything knowing. <laughs> I think he just needed to know okay. before this continued. 
Oof. Well, if we ever do another calendar, they'll put that yeah. in. <laughs> oh, you don't have to. <laughs> That's right. So, yeah. I'm pretty sure we put it in. <clears throat> Who cares? Um, uh, can I'm gonna look to. I'm gonna stay perfectly still, but yeah. look to Araya. Yeah. For she instruction, is. because she's dealt with these things before. Yeah. Okay, so these things are quite nasty. We can do this uh, a couple of ways. Um, I believe some of you might have range, no? So if we could either take these on with range attacks, keep ourselves safe, or we could try and sneak around them, try not to... How come they haven't spotted us yet? I mean, that one's looking right at me. Because they can... Well, you guys do make stealth checks. Just to make clear, you're not just stood out in the middle of open. You're, like, hiding amongst, like, a rocky outcropping. You're, like, literally hiding in the dark. Okay. You're actually stealthed. Um... I do it as a group self check because you two rolled low, but the three of you rolled high. Yes, we're good at stuff. These are such ugly creatures. I I don't think we should face them. I think we should go around. Do they rely on sound? Or can they see? They sense vibration. They can see as well. They can see. They can see as well. They have the eyes. But they can also... They have the eyes! (laughs) Yeah, you can see they've got these black insect-like eyes, but you know, because these are your favourite enemy, like Arnkegs is a common threat here, they can sense vibrations in the ground as well. That's how they track their prey normally, but then they have sight as well. Do they attack people like us? Oh, they can do, yes, they're quite fearsome. Um, But they're delicious. Well, I mean, we're not really here for food. Interesting. Um... Uh... I might be able to do something, but I don't know. I'll probably. I'll Your friends can up. we throw something a different direction? And we could do. I, we could throw a rock, distract them. Like goes, I, I could probably create an image and a sound 120 feet away. Do I, that. That's a fantastic idea. I can, I can make sounds as well, far fantastic. away. Fantastic. <laughs> Let's draw them away, and then we can make our way around. Let's do that. Try. Okay, so I like to cast major image. Okay. Uh, 120 foot, like far as far like 120 feet. Sure. Far away. Sure. I'm gonna make it so I can make an image that is no larger than 20 foot cube. Yeah, that's pretty big. So. <laughs> 20 foot cube is yeah like a small hut. Can I? Can I make like a big cow? Yeah. Yeah, it's a large <laughs> creature that'd be like 10 feet. So. 10 foot cube. It's completely real, including sound, smell, and temperature appropriate to the thing depicted. Okay. Wow. Um, <laughs> what you, level is this? Three? Uh, yeah. You can't create sufficient heat or cold to cause damage, a sound loud enough to deal thunder damage, or deafen a creature, or a smell that might sicken a creature. So it, it does make sound yeah. and, and stuff, but not, but not too extreme. damaging. Okay. And then what, um, you're just going to have it stood there? Well, kind of just like shuffling around, shuffling mooing, around. Okay. making a noise. Okay, the main noise. thing is like, are you making it move around? Okay. Yeah. Okay, so you're doing that. Is anybody else doing anything? You, Tom, you kind of like mentioned... I think um, in the same... Like, I'll wait until Nova casts it and in the same sort of direction, 30 feet, I can do um, Thaumaturgy. Is that what you're doing? So, a rumble of thunder. Oh, no, that's got a vocal component. Is that what you're thinking? I don't know if that would be far away enough. I mean, all spell casting has vocal right. components. I'm assuming okay. Major yeah. Image does, does as well. Um, yeah, and I'll do... So I can make... Like the rumble of thunder. I'm not sure if that would necessarily affect well, the ground thing, so much, but I'll try it. My thing can make sound as well, and it walks around, so... Yeah. I don't know if... Well, I just feel like well, if... They're trying to get yeah. them to turn their heads. Yeah, the same sort of noise. Go really, away, so. yeah. That's not super far and, away. But, but you want to do that after Nova casts her spell? Or are you doing it at the same time? Same time, I guess. Cool. I'm just going to wait on them. Okay, anything oh, else? Sentry. <laughs> Okay. Try to be quiet. 
yeah, you're, you're kind of having the whole century. And as a point, this is midnight, you're tired. You know, not enough to give you guys exhaustion yet. You've made your con save, so even though you've been carrying sentry, you're kind of fine. But this is late, you are tired. Um, okay, so is that what you're doing, Nova? Yeah, so cool. it says, I can cause the illusion to make different sounds at different times, even make it carry on a conversation, for example. Okay, even a cow. Boom, boom, boom. It's an illusion. She can make it. She can make the cow talk. She can do what she wants with it, basically. Eat me. Um, so you are going to create a cow that's kind of shuffling around, <coughs> and then 30 feet loudly. from where you are currently, you're going to create the sound of thunder? Yeah, just like some sort of noise. Overhead thunder, or are we talking <clears throat> like drumming against the ground? Or just like, like a point 30 feet away from us. Yeah. Just that's where the noise is. If it's close to the ground, I guess the noise of thunder would make the ground rumble okay. a bit. But... Okay. Uh, so I need to know both of your spell save DCs. Uh, mine. So for me, it's an intelligence investigation check. Mm -hmm. yeah. And my DC is 15. Yeah. Mine's 15 as well. Okay. So uh, you wait for a moment, and then you watch as Nova. I'm guessing you pull Tiangong. I probably would like even like use Tiangong almost like a paintbrush in the air. So you kind of and like the shape yeah, of just it. paint the shape of a cow. And then, and then you and flick your wrist. It. it sends it flying out, and you watch. Well, those of you, I don't think any of you could see out this far. You're kind of guessing roughly because you can't see in the Sending darkness. Sending as far as I can. As far as you can to the limits where you can feel the spell beginning to weaken, and then you just kind of. Poof, and you kind of hear this as it lands. Um, two of the creatures definitely turn their heads. Um, and then can the other ones, and what they do is they burrow down into the ground. Ooh. So take them off the off the board. Oh, they're gone, okay. Yeah. They burrow underneath it, and they begin going over towards it. Um, the one for yours, the thunder doesn't really, it kind of explodes outwards like a peal of thunder, but it doesn't, create like the sensation of something moving on yeah. the ground. Um, but this one, the one closest to you, seems to kind of <clears throat> turn its head towards where you're currently hiding. And it's like... <coughs> and it begins kind of approaching delicately. We play dead? What do we do? Uh, I think at this point it's, it's, it, it kind of knows where we are. Can anyone throw a big rock? I can throw a big rock. Can I throw a big rock? Yeah, you can try and make a strength check for me. Yeah. So how big it. are we talking this rock? This one. Give <laughs> <laughs> me like sure. a good like head size yeah, rock. Yeah, sure, okay. Uh, oh, big rock. Oh dear. That's, 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 that's a d12. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right then. Cool. <laughs> that's okay then. Oh, uh, that's still worse. Okay. <laughs> cool. Uh, what is my strength? Oh yeah, plus three, six. So Orion picks up this head size rock Tosses it, but it goes like five feet, slams into the ground, and then this creature and it scrabbles up towards the rocks. And that's pretty much going to be an issue. Oh, uh, yeah. There we go, lads. I feel like it can definitely see us if it's. Lads. Lads, lads, lads. Mm. Not good. Oh. The oh. Why were you my strength? <laughs> oh. That's a natural point. <laughs> uh, I guess it makes sense that Aria's going first in this one anyway, if this is her favorite enemy. Aria, Aria. Aria. Araya. Araya. Araya? Arisa. Oh, really? Oh, really? Ayla. Uh, 16. Quill. 12. Nova. 11. Uh, Lucius. 6. Araya. 23. And then the Ankegs. Oh, <laughs> the pirate. The Ankegs. Uh, I suppose these two are still 
Balrowen. Uh, so, Orion, you are the first to go. Okie dokie. Um, I think what I'll probably do is start off with uh, firing my longbow at it. Mm-hmm. Just get some hits in it before it gets too close. Okay. Um, so 1d8 plus oh, It's roll to attack first. Roll attack first, of course it is. 10, 16. 16 against this thing. Yeah, you can see it kind of pierces into its chitin. Suppose that damage. Yeah. <laughs> pierces into its chitin. I can't read the body language of that text. Shit. What, you think you're a DD player? You can't read the body language of an RK? I don't have, have them as favoured enemies. Four damage. Four damage, okay. I'll do an A, B, or C. Can I ready an action? Uh, uh, well, you've oh, just okay. used your action to fire your longbow. Okay, cool. Um, nice. But you technically would have got sneak attack damage on that, by the way. Oh, cool. Uh, well, can I Friends. use it? Um... <laughs> no, you wouldn't, because you would don't oh, yeah. get advantage. No, you wouldn't have got it. Cool. But would you have your bonus action. Would it not um, be a like a surprise attack? She didn't have advantage, no. no. Okay. It's a new, new there. And I thought for a second, I was like, oh, assassins get if they react before, but she's not an assassin. Yeah. So. Uh, right. I'll cast Slayer's Prey on it then. Okay, so it's a bonus action. You mark it as your prey. Yar. It's cool. dead. Uh, after that, we go to Ayla. Um, I'd like to place Sentry gently on the floor. Aww. Yeah. And run at it and rage. Okay. Uh, I think I've actually it. put Sentry's mini there. Yeah, it's so on the floor. Just so you anyway. know where she is. Oh god, once that hammer lands, the other two are going to hear that immediately. <laughs> so you so you move past, the, yeah. you just basically shove your way past the others, like pushing Quill and Lucius and Nova out of the way, push past Araya, and then boom, bring the hammer down. Bring the hammer down. The Quick hammer. question yes. while Katie's rolling. Because um, I'm concentrating on Major Image, I can't really cast anything else, can I? Uh, you can, it depends on the spell. Basically, if you cast another concentration spell, then the major image will go. Okay. Um, like I'm assuming cantrips. you're keeping that going. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, cantrips you can. Yeah, you can still cast cantrips and stuff. The only thing I forgot is obviously when you burnt your ritual book, mm-hmm. any spells, any extra cantrips that would have granted you, because I know it gives you it some extra cantrips. Oh, it, it doesn't? It was just rituals, learning I'm thinking rituals. Of something else then. You're thinking, yeah, there's a different yeah, okay. pact I kept. 16 to hit. Uh, 16 hits, yeah, absolutely. I missed with the other one. Um, Ten with the hammer, and oh. can you roll a save? Oh, I'm assuming you're raging. Yeah, I, I, I raged. Um, uh, yeah, passed on the same throw. So, uh, half of two, which is one. One zapping. One zapping. You watch as the lightning kind of blasts in, but then the hammer blow kind of crunches on one of its front kind of praying mantis-like hands. You hear the, the chitin and carapace beginning to snap and crunch, um, and it just bears these huge mandibles towards you. <laughs> Uh, Quill. Um, okay, I will do. They roll real bad on their initiative, by the way. Sweet. Oh, that's fine. Six. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. Nice. So I can't see the other two at all now. No. Well, yeah. you can see where they borrowed into the ground, but not much further. Did they make a lot of noise when they did that? Yeah, like, mm. like t- churning up the dirt. They're like literally digging through earth. And just throwing it behind them really rapidly. Oh. I'm imagining those big things in Breath of the Wild in the desert. Yeah. You'd also, think Starship boy. Troopers. Yeah, oh god, yeah. Okay. Starship Troopers. I'm with you. Very good. <laughs> yeah. um, the bugs. Yeah. yeah. Would you like to know more? <laughs> I like that. Bugs! I Quill. will what do like a Sacred Flame on that boy. Okay. Uh, is that for me? Deck that safe? Is a deck save 15. Uh, 17. 
Okay. So you kind of throw this white fire out, it ducks its head beneath it as it launches into the night sky. And then I will <coughs> shield of faith on Ayla. Okay. Thanks, bud. Plus two AC. Sweet. Bam. Quill, uh, Nova. Um, can I cast Firebolt on yeah, absolutely. bad boy? Range spell attack roll. Kind of, I'm assuming at the moment you're all kind of huddled on these rocks, but I'm assuming you're kind of giving each other room to like peer around and cast spells. It's an 11. Yeah, the fire kind of screeches past, but it hits against this large armoured part of the Ankeg and it just poof, explodes. It just Ooh. doesn't seem to bother it. Anything else? <laughs> Lucius? How does it react to the fire? <clears throat> um, it doesn't seem particularly phased. Not, it's not like afraid of the fire, you don't get the sense of. Uh, is this... Any kind sort of screeches. Height. Um, no, not really. It's just like a jagged rock, kind of like a flat rock that you're standing on. Yeah, I'm just gonna peek around the corner here. Okay. And then throw a chromatic orb of fire. Okay. Chromatic orb. Rah! Big spell. Fifteen. Fifteen is it's just one. yeah. It's enough. Oh. Three D eight. Wait. Do that level two. Huh. Get my slots back. Did you say fire? Yeah. Okay. You won't get your die right No, no. I think insects and fire go well yeah. together. Yeah, it's good thinking from Lucius. He's played a lot of Pokemon. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's his favourite game up in the Sky Cities. Actually, I don't know. <laughs> Throw it! Literally Pocket Monster. Two, three, five. Ten. 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 Plus yeah, that definitely, the, you can see the creature reacts. Not in fear of the fire, but you manage to catch the, the chromatic orb as it burns its underbelly and it kind of... <laughs> Aim for the belly! And then you kind of watch belly. as you, as you, I'm assuming that's your turn finished. Yes. Okay, so as you kind of launch this, it kind of like rears its head up and it looks at this creature hitting it with the, the sharp, the blunt stick and the fire coming from your direction. Um, and it kind of reaches up and its huge mandibles open up and a big mouth and a squirt of a line of acid. A line? Erupts. Yeah. Oh no! Oh, I uh, <laughs> I'm going to need everybody to make dexterity saving throws, and you also you see that no, you're the only one that doesn't, Lucius, because you moved out the way. Um, Natural one. Acid hurt. Yeah. What part is that going to melt off? Twenty-one. Might be twenty-one. <laughs> uh, twenty-one. Uh, natural one, so six. Nineteen. Nineteen. Your beak cozy. Nine. Uh, so Nova and Ayla, you're going to take half damage. Um, the rest of you are going to take full. It's only seven points of acid damage, so you take three. Nova and Ayla. Um, but you do watch as the acid coats Sentry's body, and you begin to see no. like parts of her metal form like burning away. Oh. She's dead, but her it's form is still burning away. Um, um, do I need to make a concentration check? You do. DC 10. Constitution saving right there. Constitution. <laughs> no. Constitution. Eleven. Eleven, just enough. You manage to kind of hold it. You kind of throw yourself to the side. Your arm is kind of burnt a little bit by the splash of acid. But you manage to keep concentration on the the image out and out. In I'd the like distance. to think that as I get hit, you just hear a distant moo. Moo. I like that. I like that. Very good. Uh, the other iron coats. I'm just going to make some quick rolls for them. Okay, you can see a vague movement towards the sound, that Nova, the, the one that Nova's creating. Then the other one doesn't seem to have appeared anywhere. It doesn't, you can't see any earth movements around it. 
Okay. It seems to be confused. Um, perfect. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, okay. Uh, so we go back up to Oriah. Okie dokie. Oriah. Where am I? I'm here, aren't I? Yeah. That one. Yes, you're just behind Ayla. Can I move behind? If you've got the movement, yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's see, uh, 30 feet. Yeah, I you should take. Yeah. Four, five, ten, fifteen, twenty. 10, 15, 20. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then I'm gonna smack him in the bum. Uh, with sneak attack. I'll do this, and then there's one thing which. Mm, yeah, no, I, okay, I'll, I'll keep it. I just remembered something. But yeah, carry on. Okay. This huge dragon. Callus <laughs> <laughs> Starbane is here. So you're taking it with your rapier. So you, pull, so you put the longbow away, yeah. pull out the rapier, <laughs> pull out the short sword. Yeah. Okay. So it's a 17, 18, 24. 24 hits, yeah. Cool, and then D d8 plus four. I'll probably say, by the way, to put your longbow away and draw your other weapons, we'll call that a bonus action okay. while you're moving, because putting a longbow yeah. away and then pulling out new weapons is probably about enough for a bonus cool. action. no worries. So that's eight, and then uh, I can do sneak attack yep. for a d6. And your... Add my hunter's sense prey thing, so that's... 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, and then another d6. God. 15. Yeah, slaughter. She remembered. Did, did she remember? Is it favorite favorite enemy? Uh, no, because she's playing the, prop, the OG ranger, which doesn't get a damage bonus to favorite <laughs> enemy. But Rhiannon is remembering. Favorite enemy, for God's sake! All right, you come up, you slice one of its legs, which kind of cleans it straight off, uh, and then you plunge the rapier into its soft belly, uh, oh. up into its thorax, oh. and you kind of shove that in there, and you hear this kind of... <laughs> And then it topples over. Oh, I know what that means. Round. Oh, the body language of pancakes. I'm coming back to that. It was a reference. Too. Nice. Thank you. Uh, uh, so that's your movement. That's your action. Bonus action. Ayla. So there's nothing around us right now. Uh, not that you can see, no. Okay. Can I move back to pick up Sentry's bo- body yeah, then? Yeah, and yeah, say, yeah. everybody go? Yeah, yeah, just count your squares and... <laughs> 20. Yep. I'll pick her up. Yeah, it's probably an action because she's pretty heavy. Alright, <clears throat> right, 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 I can probably get back to here. Okay. So you literally run past, out of the way, out of the way, out of the way. You hoist her body up onto your shoulders. You can see it's kind of pitted um, from the acid spray. And then you're like, you run back towards Araya. Perfect. Cool. Quill. Uh, I mean, now that Ayla's bolting, I'm going to do the same. I'll basically just stay right next to Ayla. Uh, and can I... Can I do myself like a little uh, to keep raging? Like no. point of damage, <laughs> <It doesn't> no? <laughs> like cut myself a little I'll bit and keep raging? Okay. It doesn't, doesn't work that way. Oh. You have to attack something or receive significant damage from it. Fight your hand and then you'll turn into a tiger. <laughs> yeah, like if you, wanna, <laughs> if you really <laughs> want to be like, <laughs> no, I really like, no. you like bite into your flesh or something know. like that, you could do that. I'm pretty sure, no, like, in Uncharted Territory, we had one of us yeah, just give, give like me a twat a... outside the head. Yeah. And it worked. I can give her a twat outside the head. That's me being very generous. <laughs> yes. Okay. I mean, that like is I said, a mini If you want to literally be like, you could, I would say you could do unarmed damage to yourself, like, no. literally, like, five points of damage, like, and, like, tear flesh off of you. Wow. You no. can eat no. yourself. That's crazy. And roll for an injury check. <laughs> no, it wouldn't be an injury check. Take your eye well, out. <laughs> can I have a uh, perceptive listen? Sure. Ahead yeah, to see check. if we can see where these boys are. Yeah, yeah. perception check. Um, we'll not see here. Nice. That's a three. 
so perception 10. Actually. 10. You're struggling, like the, whether it's still a little bit of nerves from the thunder earlier, whether it's there so far underground that you can, you can hear a vague sound, but you can't pinpoint where it is exactly, especially okay. in the darkness. I can't tell they're coming towards or away. Not sure. Okay. Uh, and that will basically be my turn. Okay. Um, no one's mega injured. Okay. So I'm good. So you don't, you don't want to move? I've moved up to Oh, you moved. Okay. Um, uh, sorry, I didn't see you. Nova? Can I fire two beams, but in different directions to the full 120 feet? So basically, I just want to fire wild, so I hit a point in the distance that makes a noise and a vibration. So you want to aim at the ground? Yeah. Technically. Or if yes. there's a big old rock or a big old tree or something. Like I mean, that. yeah, you can see trees and stuff around you, but in at terms 120 of- 120 feet. I mean, at 120 feet, you can't see that far. Mm -hmm. Like, the, what you can see here is like the limits of your like mm -hmm. nighttime okay. vision and your light sources and stuff. Anything beyond that, and it's like dark, it's like pitch black out in a field. Um, okay. You don't have the visibility. Well, the furthest I could- Yeah, the furthest- To guarantee a hit okay, on the yeah, ground. Sure. I mean, you can, yeah, you can fire. So if I could fire one beam sort of like going off to the right and uh -huh. one beam going off yeah. to the left. Sure, yeah. And still make, have my cow making Sure, we make attack rolls for me. I want to see how um, how accurate you can attack be. Attack rolls. Yep. But if you're attacking that far, it's disadvantage. Uh, one, one is- <laughs> It doesn't really- Reroll that one because it was cocked. But it's a disadvantage for each attack because it's you're firing into the darkness. Okay, disadvantage for each attack. Yeah, did you mean, sorry, I might have misunderstood. When you said shooting as far as you can, do you mean out to 120 feet or no, just no, as far no. as you can as, see? As far as I can see. Okay, in that case, like, it's just normal rolls then, yeah. Okay, in which case one is a 10 and one is a 17. Okay, yeah, yeah. they're both enough that you strike two far points, um, mm -hmm. you hit the ground. The beams kind of like, you can see them scorch the earth and the grass, but there's not really as much impact behind them. You know, mm -hmm. you kind of hit them but you're not sure how much of a vibration that would have mm -hmm. sent. These aren't necessarily mm -hmm. Iron Man beams. You don't have uh, any force yeah. behind them. It's like pure And meanwhile, energy. my cow is mooing in the distance. Yep. But I'm also going to move 30 feet. Yep, sure. 5, 10, 15, uh, 20, 25. Okay. Cool. Uh, Lucius. Uh, I'm gonna run full dash. All right, 10, 15, 20. As I'm running past these people, Zach, these people. <laughs> <laughs> Your friends? Get on a rock or something, because they can borrow from underneath you. Uh, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, We're all 50. clustered in a nice mouthful. Right. <laughs> so you'll stay at the base of the hill. The hill is much steeper than what it appears. Steeper. The hill is very, very steep. steep. So I'm not really on the rock at all. No. But you're at the base of the hill looking up at it. There's no rocks. Like That hill is the only hill I have. <laughs> it's just like a slope with trees. Mark. The trees are there, but the rocks aren't. Is that right? It is a lie. I'll move it based on that rock. Um, <laughs> can you bring one of them back? No. And pretty much where Lucius was. Oh. This is the thing. So it because oh. you stepped onto the ground, it felt you step onto the grass, and it would have started making its way to you. It bursts up from the ground, kind of shrieking. Uh, there is a brief, almost look towards its dead companion, and then it moves. It charges forward, basically. Oh. Um, and it's going to go for the first tasty time. No! <laughs> oh no! Birdman! Oh, I'm delicious, it's true. Uh, however, that is only going to be a 14 to hit. Just hits. <sighs> that is going to be nine points of slashing damage uh -huh. and three points of acid damage as its huge mandibles rip around, grab around uh, Quill and then it lifts him up into the air. You are currently grappled. Whoa! Okay. You're grippled. Grippled. 
However, the other creature, you see no sign that it's coming anywhere close. Um, whatever illusion Nova conjured has stumped it beyond belief. <laughs> no! it, it just can't, like, it just can't win. <laughs> it's pretty dumb. Oh man, and these are large creatures. Yes, you? they are large. They are as their base size appears. Uh, but that's all it does on its turn. It literally comes up, grabs Quill, lifts him up into the air. And, and does it's a got him crammed in his mandibles. Well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we go to Orion. <laughs> um, I want to. Okay, I'm going to move up and help Quill out. Sure. Uh, one, Fifteen, <laughs> and then I'm going to cast Zephyr Strike as a bonus action. Oh, okay. Um, uh. And that will give me a D8. Of weapon attack opportunity and advantage on the attack, and advantage on my attack roll as nice. well. So, can I no. smacky well, smack? If I'm being grappled by it, would that not count? Yeah, against you, she'd have advantage. But I mean, because it. no? it's any ally within five feet. Oh, true. But you gra- no, you're incapacitated. It doesn't count. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, it can't be a helpless or incapacitated ally. I think. Okay. Actually, Obviously, no, it's a helpless ally. So yeah, it would. Yeah, it would still count. I'm helpful. Yeah. Cool. Um, but anyway. So yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 20, 20. Might as well roll against if you're a natural 20. <gasps> no, no. no. The 23. 23 still hits though. That's cool a dream. And then I'm gonna schmack him, schmack him with my rapier. Yep. So D8 plus 4. Ba-ba-da. That's a 7. Plus the extra D8 from plus Zephyr's extra Strike. D8 from Zephyr's Strike. Ooh. Which is an 8. <gasps> so that's 15. 15. And I'm gonna use Sneak Attack yep. <gasps> for a D6. <gasps> Where am I at? So uh, 18. So 18, 19, 20, 21. No, that, that, that 3 is 18. an 18. 3 is an 18. Yeah, so, so 15 plus 3, 18. 18. Now roll another d6 for your sleigh. Another 3. So That's 21. now 21. 21 damage, please. Jeez. Wait, do you have Slayer's Prey on this one? Yeah. Uh, no, that's no. right. Actually. Oh, yeah, that was yeah, the last right. one, yes. yes. I got so here. it's 18. only the 18. No, inspiration 18. for you too. No, I get it. no inspiration, no. but gold star, Tom. Hey, I, you didn't get gold star. <laughs> Kim can have a gold star as well. Yeah. Uh, we should actually have them. So that's the end of your turn? That is the I end of my so turn. Uh, this turn you do have your bonus action. You could offhand attack it. <gasps> oh, I could, couldn't I as well? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So, so you don't have advantage. It's attack roll. Attack roll. With the short sword. 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Just hits. Oh. You just managed to pierce through the carapace. D6 plus 3. That's Another a 4. Another 4 damage. It all helps. It all adds up. Um, so you watch as... as Oriah just stabs into this creature. It kind of tears around, still keeping its grip on Quill. Uh, Ayla. I'm going to turn to Nova and say, can you get this thing? I need to get Sentry away. Cool. I'm taking that as a yes. <laughs> and I'm running. <laughs> so Ayla And runs. I'm going to run because I don't want Sentry to get yeah. acid. Did, did, did sure. Again. Are you going to dash? <laughs> uh... Yeah, but or I think I'll go up to wherever Lucius okay. is. And just kind so. of like try and take cover. Sure. Yeah. Well, it's Quills first, after you. Uh, oh, so I've got basically all actions except movement, right? Being grappled. Uh, yes, you can attempt to... Oh, we forgot to roll for your ribs as well. I'll we'll have to do that this turn. Oh, yeah. Do it now. Well, I'll need to do a rib roll anyway. Yes. So, constitution saving throw. That's... Kind of rib ass. I mean, that was pretty much a seven, but sure. Oh. I mean, seven, what, with constitution was eight. I'll take the seven. Okay. So I failed the first action. So, I yeah, basically you can't. And the first action I was going to do was going to be conjure my shield. So I don't do that. Yeah. Could I not just. Oh, also, concentration check for shield of faith. 
Oh yeah. Uh, yeah 15 plus, plus. that's yeah. done. Um, in that case, can I uh, do you a... Can attempt to escape. I can attempt to escape. Or... If I damage it, will it potentially lose its grip? Maybe. I'm going to do a level one guiding bolt on it. Okay. <laughs> um, and that's a big light, and they're scared of big lights, aren't they? They don't. What saving throw do I make? Mm. You don't. I just attack. Oh, it's a spell. Are uh, you at this advantage because you're being grappled? Oh, uh, 19, 14, 21. Yeah. Uh, 46. Wah! Nice. Wah! Commitment to the one hand is honestly insane. Four. I know. Slash dumb. Six. <laughs> I mean, what? Twelve damage. Twelve damage. Bless you. I mean, technically, we should take an eye as well. Yeah. You watch as the the guiding bolt, the radiant light that Core conjures, <laughs> despite being grappled, he manages to kind of get his, his <laughs> one clawed hand free, and from it, these these blazing bolts of light strike it, and it tears off chunks of its carapace. It's still alive, but barely. Nova. Nova. It's your moment. Nova, don't hit me. Hey, we? <laughs> Fine. <laughs> he says while he wildly flails and interrupts her, her aim. See, this is where if you're a sorcerer, fireball. I'll do the warlock equivalent. Eldritch Blast! Sure, same thing. That's a double zapping. So double zapping. Nice. Uh, one's 19 plus 7, so that's mm-hmm. a hit. Uh, and one is 5 plus 7. 12. 12 doesn't hit, 19 does. Mm. You would do Gotta be dead. Ten. Oh, ten. Nice. Points. Nice. Watch as uh, you strike the area where Quill's guiding bolt tore the carapace free. You would have had an advantage this... on that, actually, because of guiding bolt. Yes, you would have done. Because oh. it's uh, all the no, way up. No, it doesn't matter. <laughs> because the, the, I mean, you roll, but you watch as the blast of Eldritch Light just tears through uh, this open section of carapace. You hear something explode and burst. Oh. Uh, acid begins leaking out of its innards onto the ground and it just collapses. The mandible's going slack as Quill kind of like yeah. <laughs> I'm like weaving away from where the bolt is. <laughs> just, you're like scooting back basically. Sorry. Oh, that was great. Thank you. <laughs> um, I rolled another turn on damage by yeah. the way. <laughs> it's really good. Is there anything else? Go, go. Technically, um, go, go. I mean, are you guys going to run at this point? Probably. Can I keep moving? Yeah, yeah. If, you, if basically, if you guys say, say we are going to run. You can see that they're tunnels, by the way. That the tunnels that they burst out of, they are tunnels. Like, they lead into the earth, and you can see that they're part of a network. You know, oh peering down them, you can see that there are multiple tunnels leading in. Oh. Um, so unless you want to explore those, I'm going to guess that you're going to run off. No! No! <laughs> that's a hard move there, pal! That's a, that's a hard pass. <laughs> Rubbish adventures. We've got dark vision. We've got a dead yeah. body on our shoulders. Come on, dude! <laughs> when they left for the cow image, yes. how fast was this burrowing? Very slow. It's quite slow. Oh, oh okay. What speed do you reckon? Like 20 feet, 30 feet. It's pretty fucking quick to take. That's as fast as. Almost as fast as us. No, it's in like in six seconds if they did nothing but dig. You think that they'd oh, like. You, may, you reckon maybe 10, 15 feet. Okay. And Ryan would know that their borrowing is not as quick as their overland movement. Don't worry. So, is the plan to run? Yeah. Yes, please. If, if you run and Nova, how long can you concentrate on that spell? Like a minute? 10 minutes. Yeah, 10 minutes. Oof. Like, this thing probably reaches it, bursts up, goes and then gets confused, and at this point you're out of its tremor sense. I mean, unless you so want me to make a couple of uh, You will need to make those, checks. but with Lucius carrying you, you don't need to make the checks. I need to get so first. 
Yeah, but they can run back and get you. I don't I don't think that you're in any danger at this point, as long as you're going to run. Just Unless take, you want to stick around and fight it, take you're, you're pretty safe. And so what you're saying is... Sort of, yeah. Sort of. Distant move. Yeah, and you... And, and I mean, how long do you run for? Do you just run until you reach Stenhill, or are you going to stop at the top of the hill? Or? Run until Aria, Aria stops running. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Follow your lead on okay. what's safe to do. All right. Okay. Constitution saving throws. Just because, you know, you're running and you're tired. It's been 10 hours. You're running up a hill. And that's oh, no. Yeah. Figured. What? 12. 14. 15. 9. 2. Of course, Nova and Quill are the only ones. So, um, you do gain you gain a level of exhaustion, but it's because you've been travelling non-stop all day. You've fought, you've not rested properly. You've, you've had food, but this has been a long night. Um, and running, two, right? yeah, it's those two. Cool and um, over. And running up a hill in a frenzied pace, um, even for the distance that Araya thinks, like, I mean, I'm guessing you lead them to what you assume to be safety out yeah. of, like, their, their range. Um, yeah, and you, by the time you get to the top of these hills, because most of the, the, the landscape here in Mesquite is hilly, um, and it seems that as you're heading north, you are constantly on an upward slope, as if you're kind of making your way you know, upwards. Um, and yeah, you just, you become tired. Yeah. Nothing that a long night of rest wouldn't solve. Um, but yeah, you run and run and run until eventually uh, you are standing on a large hillscape looking down on meadows of strange grass with these flowers that kind of suck into the ground and then kind of emerge out when they feel that there's no wind. Um, looking on strange sloped trees that bend with the hills. And in the very distance, maybe about another hour's worth of travel away, you can see uh, a valley where there is the small pinpricks of light of torches and civilization. Oh. Uh, I mean, I'm going to collapse to the nearest rock. Oh. Can I try and clean up sentries best I can? Yeah, you clean off like the gunk and the goo, but you can see her armor and her stone plates. You know, maybe someone her face has literally been pitted and melted away by the bit of acid, um, as if somebody's chipped away at it. Lucius, can you help? Can you fix this? Yes, absolutely. I'll try casting. Oh, yeah. Mend- mending would absolutely fix this. Yeah, yeah. It's all mainly cosmetic damage. Nothing, nothing severe. Um, if if she would, if she had been subjected to consistent acid that would like maybe melt away limbs or something like that, mm. that would be bad. You wouldn't be able to fix those back together. But this is very superficial damage. Yeah. So. Mending can't stick Sentry back together again, but any kind of like dents and scrapes to her body you can clean up. You need to be more careful, Sentry. It's like press, it's like press cleaning somebody up, basically. Mm-hmm. Right, should we all take a rest? Let's take a rest. You guys look tired. Are we safe here? Yeah. I mean, you are currently still out in the wilderness, so. Should we just keep going if it's only we can see it? I know we're tired, but if we get there, then we'll definitely be safe. Uh, I mean, <laughs> how are you feeling? Is there anything between here and there that could that you've ever seen before? Is there any? Would you? I mean, there's always a risk, right? There's yeah. always a risk that anything could, you know, storm eagles or th- you know, thunder eagles, sorry, or storm griffins could fly out the sky and just yeah. try and pluck somebody on the road. Cool. Um, Boulets generally don't come near the settlements, but if they're hungry enough, they will. Yeah. Um, this is the land of, of ever-present threats, and then that's you know, if you if you camped here. There's the risk that a storm comes in eight yeah. hours. You know, storms can hit within hours here. So, um, 
We've also got sentry to consider. If we took a long rest here, that's uh, another eight hours gone. I think we should go to the town. We, we should can go rest to while we're there. If we're only about an hour away from it. I've got some fighting strength left. Uh, I can't feel anything below my waist. My ribs hurt so much. <laughs> Nova's just in the background throwing up, like from fatigue. Just like, you know when you do way too much exercise <laughs> in the gym, you're like, <laughs> Maybe a short rest of like an hour or so, and then, and then we'll head out. Oh, it's <laughs> fine. I can keep going. It's fine. I'll only hold you back. It's okay, Nova. We can take a small rest. No, it's like Get once again, back. Nova holds the party up because she small, spent too much birdie. time in the library and she didn't do any exercise. <laughs> Nova! It's definitely there birdie. is no library here. None. That's what I'm saying. I spent too much time in reading books and not enough time doing an exercise. So okay, it's no well, we'll wonder that, that I can't run for five minutes without wanting to throw up my breakfast. Do you want me to train you to be able to run? I don't think I'll ever be able to. I'm no good Running at this. So I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to force you to do it. And then you get better at it, and it's fine. We're about an hour away from this town. I'll just fill it anyway. I fill it everything. Nova, we did a mighty fine job of distracting those ankegs earlier. By the way, very good job. Well done. Mm, guess it's just a fluke. What did you cast out there in the wilderness that caught their attention? A uh, major image. Oh, a powerful spell. Yeah, I was just thinking. Do you remember we did the fire bear and like? Oh yes, we should have done that again. But that was minor image, and I was just thinking about it for ages, and I think I figured out a way to make it make sound this time, which it uh, did. <laughs> well, it mooed. What do you mean? A bear doesn't do that. No, the the cow what? mooed. I just made a cow just now. Why would you do such a thing? It's all I could <laughs> they think could have run away from them at us, terrified of the demon. No, I went for anyway, the most we should really tasty get looking thing. Come on, Nova, let's go. Let's continue. Let's just keep okay. going. Okay, you guys just going to carry on, yeah? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I'll uh, try yeah. and prop up Quill and Nova in like a double. Yeah. Well, oh, I mean, yeah. I, I mean <laughs> if you want to try that, yeah, you can You can try that. It's, it's tiring. Come on, you two. Nah, no, I'm just going to. I can help if you need me to. Uh, that would be very I think good. with Quill, I mean, you, by the time you are. You know, you're already exhausted. Your your ribs are in agony. Like you can barely move, and even with Lucius helping you, you're struggling to speak and breathe. Like oh, it's geez. severe. Yeah. Um, all the the combat, the running, you've probably made it way worse, and you're kind of <laughs> feeling like this pressure on your lung. Like every time you breathe in, it's like a painful inhalation, and you're kind of like limiting it. I'm no. sorry, Quill. I'd carry you, but I can't right now. I'm carrying. I'll try and Sentry. carry it fully if I'm noticing like wheezy breath. Okay. Like a, like a baby. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I couldn't carry Make a strength check for me. Sentry, could I? Just to see how far you can go. I mean, you can try. Can I try? Five. <laughs> Five. <laughs> I mean, you you carry him for a little bit, but you realise like if you keep this up, you're just going to exhaust. So it. sorry, Birdie. I'm trying. I think I'm like very very weakly like trying to resist. Can I see it, if it's but, like, viable? I guess there's nothing yeah, I can do even to try and stop it. Last <laughs> like five seconds. <laughs> Twenty. <laughs> I mean, 20? Or is that athletics? Just do a raw strength. That's a strength. I've got plus seven. How do you have plus seven in strength? Oh, wait, oh, sorry. No, plus four. Throw. Sorry. That's going to say. Saving throw. Saving throw. 17. 17. I think even with the 17, like, you would probably would have needed to hit, like, 20 for this. Like, okay. carrying this heavy armored guard. I'll just carry sentry then. And then another creature. I tried. Would be like, <laughs> ah. Can I try? Sure. Like, Quill is just being passed around. <laughs> Throw me around like a ragdoll. Nope. 14. 
I think at this point, like, yeah. you can help him. Like, Lucius yeah. can already just help him along, but it's Could I at the very least, suffering. like, make just a constitution check to see how well I carry on? Sure. On my own? Yeah, constitution saving throw. Now on this. Uh, 17. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you personally. He's determined! Everything you've gone through, you can feel yourself almost blacking out at points, Aww. but you're just like, no, I'm not going to do this, and you just... Oh. And you carry on. You you kind of suck it up and move on like a like a trooper. Is it like a way I can make a medicine check or, on him and try and yeah you can try yeah make yeah, try you make can try. you've got this buddy and hit you in ribs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, twenty. I'd say with a twenty, like you actually are like you see Quill suffering and you're kind of stop you stop everybody and you actually take time to actually look at his injuries which he's not had anybody do yet um and yeah this is a couple of really bad severe breaks um the best thing you can do is like bandage it and kind of put a splint on his side so he's not accidentally like putting pressure on it that people like you know it's protected almost um you can give him some things to help him with his breathing like you maybe have like some little herbs and something like that it's enough to make it a, him to complete the journey to Stenhill without issue, but it's yeah, it's not going to help. No. It, he needs rest and a long recovery time or magic. Okay. Oh. Yeah. How, how, well, much, um, how much do we owe you for that one, Araya? You owe me nothing, that I can see you're in pain. Don't worry. Um, hopefully, it'll make you a bit more comfortable until we get to uh, Stenhill. <sighs> you know, Quill, I'm really sorry. Like. If I'd been smart enough, I could have learned that ritual from Blackhammer and I would have been able to help you, but I was too dumb to even learn that. Uh, no, but... I'm going to put Sentry's <laughs> body down. <laughs> Here it comes. Here comes mum talk. <laughs> and I'm going to go up to Nova and just put my hands on her shoulders and be like, I'm dumb as hell and I'm still here and we're all working together and we need you to be on top form. Otherwise, we're not going to get very far, okay? You're not dumb. You know you're not dumb. You've helped us out before and you can do it again. You just did. You just conjured a cow in the middle of nowhere. I can't do that. All it got is a hammer. We're still here, okay? You're looking at me vacantly. What are you pointing at? You know he's missing an eye because of me. I don't think that's true. I'm missing an eye because of a big, bad Goliath. Yeah, because he was coming after me, and I ran away, and he even said to me, this is because you ran away, and then he took your eye. Uh, he, but you didn't take the He eye. was looking at me when he hit you. <sighs> no. It's a product of the circumstance. I mean, we're all invested in saving people. It wasn't based on you. He specifically said it was my fault. If we all started blaming ourselves, then we've all got equal part in Sentry's death. We've all got equal part in Quill losing his eye. It's, it's going to do us no use to blame one person or any of us. We need to fix this. And the only way we can fix it is if we work together. Okay? I am working together. I'm just saying that if I was better, we'd be in a better situation. Well, and let's focus on getting us all better then. Because we can all be better. I mean, I am moving. I am... I've said... That I am coming with you and I'm doing everything to get Sentry back. I'm not giving up on this. But what I'm saying is, is that if it wasn't for my weakness, Quill would have an eye. Sentry wouldn't even be dead in the first place. I would have maybe had the skills to heal him. But I don't. And now you're saying I'm holding you back. You're not holding. I'm not saying this is what I need you to understand is that you're not. You just got us out of a fight. And I don't think you see how much you're doing for us. And you need to. You need to believe in you so that we can keep going. Because we believe in you. You need to. 
There is a heavy rumble in the distance of thunder, and you begin to feel the wind picking up. And now Quill's going to freak out, so we need to get to this town, and we'll get you the lessons you need. We'll do it together, okay? I think as Ayla says to me, we believe in you, mm-hmm. Nova's just going to start crying, like quietly, but really like silently, like tears are just going to start coming down her face. like. And she's going to just really awkwardly, like, mm-hmm. pat her on the head, pick up Sentry, and then walk. Just and keep going. Okay. Aelus talks off. Well, storms off. <laughs> Quite literally. Nice. Um, and yeah, you can... I mean, Orion, you know the rumble of thunder means that this morning another storm's going to pass over this way. Let's move quickly. Um, the this whole time I was uh, just assessing Quill, walking around him while Aria was doing this uh, treatment. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, maybe a fireman's lift or... How <laughs> <laughs> best can I pick no, up this bird? <laughs> I think after that pep talk from Ayla, mm-hmm. I'm going to go over to Lucius and try and help, like assist with lifting yeah. Quill. Mm, you're not the strongest. No, but, but help. I want to help. Yeah, like, so. I'm imagining Lucius will help. Will let you in, help you in the best. Way I just want to try. You basically like Lucius has him like not because obviously his bandage size. So maybe he's kind of like, you know, kind of put an arm on his back or like you've got an arm on Quill's back and Lucius is the one who's actually carrying his weight. Mm. And then you're kind of just kind of got like a tentative arm on his back, kind of Mm. like, you know, you're supporting, but you're not taking any of the heavy weight itself. And I think redditing what Ayla said as well about Mm. Quill being scared, I'm just going to be like, um, Quill, it's going to be okay. That was really far off. And, um, you know, the chances of lightning striking twice are like one in 10,000. So, one in ten thousand sounds quite likely in a place like this. No, that's pretty. That's pretty. You know, that's pretty heavy odds. So you'll be all right. Well, it's good to know. Um, uh, I'm just going to shout back. Maybe it'll hit me, and then I'll become ultra lightning powerful. And technically, it is better that we have a lightning rod, essentially. Hopefully. <laughs> I've never tried that, but it sounds hilarious and interesting, and I might give it a shot. Well, you have been hit by a bolt of lightning. Oh, yeah. Well, it that was a spell, you. though. It was a spell. <laughs> it was a bolt of lightning. He just called it down. He okay. conjured the storm, and then he pulled a lightning bolt down. One day, all lightning is. I'll work out how to make that work in my favor. <laughs> I promise. Okay. I think she'll get herself killed. By the time you reach the edges <laughs> of Stenhill, the wind is heavy. It's almost hard to move against it. I'm trying to travel in these kind of... The rain is coming down thick and heavy. My hair. Uh, for a point of reference, if you try and travel during a storm that is affecting the area that you're in, um, you move at half speed, like as in overland travel speed. So, you know, if you if you can make a journey in a day, it would take you two days during a storm. Okay. Uh, ranged weapons and ranged spell attacks have disadvantage, um, and you have disadvantage on all perception checks. Because oh. the rain and the wind is so loud and so you can't see beyond it. Yeah. Um, but the main thing is it halves travel distance. If you try and f- if you try and travel during a storm, you have to make constitution checks to prevent exhaustion because you are literally like <sighs> moving against the wind. You're being soaked in cold rain. Um, it's pretty bad. But you reach the edges of Stenhill before the worst of it hits. Okay. You can see the town itself. It's a medium-sized town. What you first, the, the thing that you most likely to notice about Sten Hill is it sits in a valley, and as you kind of crest a hill, you look down and you can see the bottom of the valley is mostly flooded, but the houses are all lifted up on stone stilts, 
um, the houses are actually lifted off of the flood water that kind of runs through when a storm hits. Um, and you can see there are these thick, very flexible but very strong looking reeds uh, that kind of stick out out of this flood water. Um, and all around the buildings have little rafts and boats on their sides or have been tied up on these little stone plinths. Um, and people are going about their business. And there's there's a few, there's maybe like 20 buildings. Like there's more than Kakul, but it's not a big town like Cali's Rest. It's, it's pretty small still. Um, as you begin making your way in, um, Quill, you would notice this with your perception. One of the larger buildings, pretty much the first couple of buildings on the road coming from the direction you've just come in, so going towards Karkul. Mm -hmm. um, one of the stone buildings, it's a round stone building up on these stilts, but you can see engraved onto the stone all around it is the holy symbol of Kilara, this lantern with a single star in the middle. Okay. Um, and that's carved, the symbol is carved into the stones itself. Um, you can also see there appear to be some, most of the buildings look like residences or, you know, uh, homesteads. Um, there is one long building which is actually built into a hill. Um, it seems to stretch back and you can see a chimney with smoke coming out of it. Um, there also appears to be a few other kind of like store looking buildings, um, all raised up on these stone, stone plinths, stone walls, um, slatted roofs uh, with a very thick, it looks like almost like the reeds from the floodplains have been woven into a roof. Um, and then it's been sealed down. Is there uh, anyone around? Uh, yeah, there's people around. Yeah, they're going about their business. As, as you approach, there are definitely a lot of, um, again, mixed races here. Humans, halflings, gnomes, goliaths, um, all sorts of people. Uh, you know, you probably see a couple more wild elves um, all, all around, basically. Um, and they all cast you with this kind of, hmm, you're not from around here, or like, you look like strangers, like travelers. Not hostile, um, not in the same way that Savona was. This is more a curiosity, like, why are you here kind of thing. Why is there a wild elf carrying a guardian? Yeah, there's, there's just like the raised eyebrows of this is, you're unusual, you kind of out of place. Araya, you would know that this is just how the people of Mirskir are. They're very insular, and so anybody who's from outside is generally kind of seen as a bit, you know, like, oh, we don't know about them yet. Um, but they're not bad people, they're just you know, a bit insular. Um, you know that there is a healer here, uh, the, the one in the temple. Um, there is also a general store, which does a little bit of trade with people traveling on the roads. And then there is an inn, which you've been to before, called the Traveler. Uh -huh. um, and it is owned by a tiefling that you know as Veskin. Um, cool. And it is a good place to get a drink. It's quite a nice, uh, eclectic place. Lovely. <laughs> Sounds perfect. Yeah. Um, and as you're arriving, you're arriving as the sun is pretty much coming up. Um, oh, wow. You know, like 4 a.m. sort of thing. Actually, no, the sun wouldn't even be up because this is in winter. You're in, like, the beginning of winter now. Nice. So it's dark still, but the storm is picking up. Um, and you can see people are basically getting ready, and they're, like, looking up at the air, like, mm. And you can see them weighing up how that's going to change their there's day. not many people out. It's not a huge amount, but there's enough. Like, there's definitely people around. The one thing you don't notice is there isn't, like, a guard. There's not, like, a town guard. Um, but almost everybody is armed. Oh. They all have um, Viking-style long, uh, long swords or short swords, hatchet axes. Um, you can see a few of them have got, uh, you know, small hammers and things like that, javelins, bows. But everybody is armed here. Um, they don't need a town guard. They are the town guard. <laughs> look after themselves. Yeah. Awesome. So, yeah, I guess the question is, where do you guys want to go and what do you want to do? Cool. Well, I guess the first port of call is... Quill, my friend. Mm -hmm. 
let's get you a scene too. Right now, it's very late or early. Is it early? Yeah, it's early. late. We can always see if uh, the Temple of Kalara is open. If not, we can... Why don't we find a place that we can stay the night or stay to rest and then oh, go out? Beautiful, yes, there's a fantastic, oh, fantastic inn nearby. I'm very excited. Have you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you've been there before? Oh, yes, many times. What? Beautiful selection of ales. Uh, and they have rooms there? Oh, yes. Rooms. With beds. With beds, shall wow. we? Like the well death said, should we get comfortable? And roofs? Yes. Okay. In fact, you know it's the long building built into the hill, so it's actually one of the most protected buildings. It's built into the hill, it's right, right over there. You'll be very safe. Can you hear the storm through it? I think you can hear the storm through most things, Quill, but that's okay. okay. We can try and, I don't know, distract. I will most it. likely be able to sleep right through it. <laughs> yeah, you definitely feel tired in. Some rest. Let's try resting, and then okay. we'll go to the temple. Okay. As you begin making your way actually into the town and through, uh, probably there's probably a couple of locals, you know, a human gnome, a Goliath woman. Oh, hello there, travelers. What are you doing here in Stenhill? Is there something we can help you with? And they kind of look over, and I don't know if you've necessarily met these guys before, so they don't necessarily know you. Looking for some medical help for a friend. Oh, well, if you're looking for that, the, the priestess of the temple is the one you need to speak to. Um, I assume they're not open right now. I don't know. Scaldi uh, keeps odd hours. Oh, well, I mean, he's very injured and very hurt, so we're thinking maybe going to rest at an inn first. Oh, yes, well, if, of course, you're welcome to, uh, points over. The Traveller is uh, an interesting place. Most of the locals won't go there, but it's for folks like yourself, travelers and merchants, that sort of thing. I just wanted to know more of what your business in Stenhill was. Is it just to heal your friend? We're passing through. Oh, he kind of nods at that, like, oh, I see. Oh, well, be careful. Uh, storm's coming. You need to get somewhere safe. All right? That's why we rushed here. Oh, all right, well, I'll let you go about your business. And he kind of just Thank you. On. Great to meet you. He just, like, just gives you a stern Early bird. Nod. You can see the Goliath woman kind of gives you a stern nod. The little gnome chap definitely eyes you a bit more suspiciously. Kind of like squints his eyes. Not me specifically or the group? All of you. He's just like, you can see that. I mean, I think most of you would know that gnomes are generally very... Oh well, yeah, they, they're the really worst. Like, they only really hang out with other gnomes. <laughs> they they <laughs> don't do a lot of talking to other races, so... But yeah, you just he just passes you on. It was you. You kind of get the sense that they were just like, "What are you doing in our town?" Kind of thing. <laughs> um, um, I don't mind going to the temple just to see, like, just to introduce ourselves and see what their opening hours are. I'm happy to help, uh, like Birdie, if he wants to go. I definitely would like to go, but we only have so much time for Sentry. I think we need to work out what we're saying about Sentry because. They're not going to be too keen on the resurrecting thing. Um, Why not? Why are they? I mean, they're not going to be able to do it, but I don't think they're necessarily closed off to it. I'm sure they'll understand, right? She's a good friend of yours, no? You care Absolutely. for her? Yes. Yeah. I think we just tell yes, the truth. But it is the temple of the goddess of death. Well, true, but I still think, I mean, what are they going to do? 
attack us. <laughs> the rain is kind of beating down. I think Quill and Nova, you definitely, you know, with the rain and how cold it is, you're feeling pretty miserable. Probably shivering a bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. We can push on to the temple if you want to be seen to now. Maybe it will help you sleep better if we can find somebody. Yeah, it would. It would help you sleep better if you could sleep not in pain. If someone could... Here we go! Uh, okay. Here we go, buddy! All right, okay, we're fire, going then. Fire cradle again. Okay, sure. Oh, can check. I assist? <laughs> sure. Make a strength check. For but I'm at disadvantage, because... Yep. <laughs> and you have a minus two. 14 this time. 14? Let's see how Nova does. Uh, 10... Minus two, eight. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, you can kind of carry him enough to get him to the temple. It's not too far. I imagine Nova's that he's trying like, to help, but Nova's like holding I'm like, like holding a leg. His feet. Yeah, you're literally holding a leg. <laughs> I'm I doing imagine my that best. Lucius is holding, like just dragging him, and Quill's just sat there, like. The other ah, leg is just uh, gliding against the floor. I think, yeah. no, I think he's got you like a baby, right? You're like holding him out like this. He's starting to sag in but, the middle. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> and you're like, it's fine, Bertie, and you're constraining. Um, <laughs> to hurt a little bit more, Lucius. But you, I'm, you just, I'm pulling your tail feathers up so your yeah. tail feathers don't go in the mud. Well, I think Nova would be smart enough to realize, like, as it goes on, that she starts putting her hands in the middle bit and like, kind of pulling. Yeah. I cupped a butt. Um, thank you. <laughs> and you take him. You go up several uh, stone steps. Like everything here. Is built off a heavy, thick stone. Um, the only thing which can really weather the storms. Um, you make your way up these stone steps up onto the the platform where the the building is set on these plinths. Um, there is a, a heavy wooden door. Hello, assistance. Okay. Uh, yeah. Knock. I yeah. I mean, do you want to knock? <laughs> there is a. There you hear like a like a. Uh, Quill's just like. <laughs> yes. Come in. Thank you. Uh, we have a very injured friend here. What if you, anybody could help us? Yes, of course. Come in. Thank you. Um, yeah, you push the open door. When you step inside the Temple of Kalara, it's, it's, it's a, uh, quite a sight in a way. Um, as you step inside, uh, you can see that hanging outside the door, by the way, is a thick iron lantern uh, with a single glowing magical light. Um, very much like the ones you've seen before, this kind of swaying in the wind. As you step inside, though, there is a heavy scent of like perfume and vanilla um, from a thick incense that is kind of coiling around the roof. Mm -hmm. um, it's cold, but uh, you know this heavy smell kind of gives off, and you are suddenly dry from the rain. Around the walls, embedded, hung from them, are hundreds of lanterns. Um, and each of them has a thick, heavy, burnt-down wax candle. All of them lit, um, casting quite a very, you know, pleasant, warm glow into the room itself. In the very middle of the room, there is a stone altar, and there are shelves all around the walls covered in all sorts of different wildflowers, um, in bunches and bouquets and, and uh, wreaths all decorated around the room in these different sizes. Um, you can see, kind of kneeling at the altar, um, is a, you suspect by a stature a dwarven woman. Wide set, but very curvaceous, but you can see her arms are quite tight muscles. She obviously you know, keeps herself in shape. Um, she has long blonde hair woven in with dark black dyed leather braids, like bandings, um, through thick, enormous hair. Like it's incredibly voluminous and it descends all down her back, not too dissimilar from Ayla's, um, with these thick bindings. All black clothes, um, and she kind of turns up and turns around as you step inside, and you can see that she has big, dark, black makeup around her eyes, um, giving her this kind of like very dark presence. 
her lips are, are stained black as well. Um, and she kind of looks up and she has two hatchet axes on her belt along with a drinking horn um, and a chainmail she's wearing as well over the top. And she kind of looks up, kind of snaps her eyes around, sees you carrying a body, you carrying a very much a live bird man. Um, and she kind of looks around for a moment and steps away. Come in. Uh, who can I help first? The dead one or the one still alive? Oh, uh, this one's a bit more vocal about his injuries. <clears throat> it really hurt. Out of interest, what could you... No, just do me first. <laughs> right. Well, Please. Thank you. I take it you'd prefer to be set onto a bed rather than the altar. Do, I mean, I bet ideally... What do you... She moves up and she goes to a side door, like a little kind of side door for a room opens it. And you can see a very, you know, very plain but well-kept personal quarters. You can see a desk, um, a little bookshelf with a few books and things like that. Um, you gestures in, like, come and place him on the bed. She, like, looks around kind of cautiously. I don't know if I need you in the middle again. I'm here. It's really sagging. Cut the butt. You can just cut the butt. I can lay down my soap. <laughs> Just come oh, on. buddy, I got this! <laughs> For goodness sakes, put the bird down. Yes. <laughs> All right. Now, what seems to be the matter with you? Do you know? You're injured, clearly. Oh, well. <laughs> Where do I start? Um, <laughs> You've uh, got a patch on the eye and the arms bandaged up, so I'm assuming that's not your problem. Uh, well, true. No, I... Uh, someone... I was hit by a ball of fire and everything is clanking around in there. <laughs> <laughs> she kind of is like, fine. She, I'm going to take your tunic off. Is that a problem? Uh, go for it. She kind of begins taking know, off, uh, ruffling, through the, ruffling <laughs> through the feathers. There's no sign of burns. Uh, she kind of begins prodding around like... Ow! Okay, ow! <laughs> oh, don't be such a baby. I, I mean... Hmm. Yeah, it's broken ribs, most likely. Are you looking for... What are you looking for, exactly? Uh, medicine or magical healing? Uh, whatever's best for Birdie. Preferably magical, something that gets him back on his feet soon. Well, if you want it before the month is done, then magic's your only chance, my girl. Uh, I can perform a ritual that will mend the broken bones. Uh, it's costly, but I'm sure we can come to some sort of arrangement on that. Um, what about your... Uh, you rest here. I'm going to give you something to null the plane, but it won't fix anything, oh, all right? Thank you. Okay. She moves over and she begins rummaging through the various wildflowers around the temple. Begins pulling them apart. Goes over, starts mixing them in like a mortar and pestle. Uh, all right. What about your other friend? Oh, the dead one. The guardian, right? That's what they're called. I've seen a few of their bodies before, but never all... Well, I guess I've only seen bodies of them before. We have the ability to bring her back with an item that was given to us. However, we have limited time to do so. We have the... Uh, okay. Do you have the... I'm going to come back to that in a second. Drink this. Oh. Okay, thank you. Uh, glug, glug, glug. <laughs> you die. <laughs> no, you, uh, you just feel the pain ease. Your breathing comes easier. And you begin to kind of like, your eyes flutter closed and you just drift asleep, oh, basically. <laughs> um, yeah, you just drift asleep. She's like, all right, well, that will keep your friend from uh, being injured for a while and get him some rest. Thank you. You say you have an item that can bring your friend back from the dead. I've, I've never heard of such a powerful relic before. Do you know of guardians? Not much, no, I'm afraid not. Uh, so I, I've only I met dead ones. You don't have the ability to repair a guardian. <laughs> 
I don't have, well, I can heal the sick, I can injure bones, I can cure people, but to bring back the dead is a, is a rare gift. It takes an incredibly powerful priest or cleric or uh, druid to do something like that. There's only one person I know who can perform such a miracle. Who is that? The shepherd up in Katavag. Well, I think we've heard of this person. Well, probably. So what are you are doing here in Mirskir? You're obviously not from around here. No, we were, uh... We crashed. Yes. Crashed? You don't look like sailors to me. That's why we crashed. <laughs> Give me the <laughs> Pretty good. Deception. Oh, everyone tries to buy Ooh, a Mega cock. I'll just fuck it up anyway. 16. Yeah, she looks at you hard. Look, I'm happy to help your friend, but there's no need to give me any of your crap. <laughs> right? You're not sailors. You didn't wash up here on the shores. Nobody does. You would have been killed out sea if you washed up, if you, instead of ending up here. This one knows. Well, we appeared. All right, keep your secrets, but... No, I think we appeared out of thin air. From another place, we, we, te- we teleported. Transported here via magic. We don't know the full extent of how. We're just trying to pass through because we don't know. You dealt now. with, tangled with something that you didn't anticipate, I guess. Some oh, yes. sort of trap or wizard. Mm. Uh, all right, fair enough. Well, uh, no, I, I've, I know. Uh, I'm a priestess of Kalara. My job is to tend to the dead to prevent. Undead. You did kill him, did you? No, no, no. Okay. That one's time is obviously not now, otherwise he'd be dead when you brought him to me. I can heal the sick, that's fine. But yes, the only one I know is the shepherd up in Cup of the Bag. And even then, she kind of looks to you and I'm like, bringing back the dead is not something so easily accomplished. Um, it's a difficult process and there are no guarantees with it. What do you mean you had something that could do it? You said you had an item or something. Yes, I don't, we don't fully understand it, but it's a part of a star, apparently, or the power of a star. Strange magic to me, but something like that would certainly be powerful enough if you had the right person who could channel the energy. Um, all right, well... Uh, we just don't have much time. Do you know how far it is to the shepherd? It's a few days travel, considering if you don't have... Uh, if you don't encounter a storm, even then you're going to have to stop and wait. I mean, if the weather is bad, it could take you a week, longer, 10, 20, 12 days, depending. Are there any... It's about four or five days pure travel, but it's the weather that can stop you. And that's praying that you don't fall victim to monsters or bandits or any of that kind of stuff. Well, we're going to do whatever it takes to get there in time. Is there a way that you can preserve a body until we might be able to get to someone who can help us. You're a learned one, Wild Elf. If Some, there is something not, I can It's do. not me, it's that one. She knows lots of things. There is something that I can do, yes. There are rituals that can prevent a body from becoming undead, and as a side effect, it prevents them from rotting, decomposing. Now, in theory, there's no reason that couldn't work on a guardian as well. Um, in Kilara's eyes, they are strange. They have no afterlife. I don't guide them. She heals the same way that we do. That's my understanding, is that my magic should work on them the same way. I just don't know how. Um, But anyway, uh, there is something I can do, yes. Um, And I can help your friend. 
And, uh, well, you seem like you know some things, and you seem like pretty seasoned travelers. <laughs> you can either, well, I'll either take gold to help you, or there's something you could do for me in return. I need some help with something, but we can discuss that more. And with that, we're going to take a break. Thanks very much. See you in a bit. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to this episode. Remember to check out both D&D Beyond and Displate with the links in the episode description and head to yogscast.com slash yogcon to see us live in Bristol. We'll see you on Thursday for part two of this episode where we get some much needed rest in the town of Stenhill. We'll see you then. Mm-hmm.